Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Happy Doze Day. Yeah. Welcome to Doze Day. Welcome to 420. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel O'Connor, Dennis Dick is here, but I don't really know where he went. He's, we lost him in the last minute or so, but he'll be back, I'm sure. we got a lot to discuss. We are down again this morning. Uh, didn't know that was possible, but, oh wait, they're saying I'm muffled. Because I'm on the wrong microphone. Come on, Joel. I was on the wrong mic. I can't do everything, Spencer. You know, I'm gone a week and everything no. goes to hell. Why I everything can't believe it, man. I'm sorry. Murphy. Oh, my God. All right. Welcome to Doge Day. We got Dennis. We got Joel. I'm on the right mic. We're down again, Joel. Bring up those charts. What's going on? What's happening? Let's go. Let me get to the right yard stream here and bring that. We got two down opens in a row. I don't think we've had two down opens in a row, I think, since July of last year. So uh, we got some huge levels developing in the S&Ps. We can uh, talk about them later on. Uh, We're down 15 and a quarter handles. We were hanging in there until four o'clock and then Dennis got up and started whacking stocks. We're down 15 handles at 41.40 and a quarter. You got crude trading up 27 cents at 63.70. Gold making a run at 1800. Ritz up 330 at 1773.90. Silver, that's going to the same way. Man, I can't wait till silver breaks over $30. That's up 13 cents at $25.97. And Bitcoin, oh, it's doing that 55,000 tango. You went down to 53,430, back up, holding again, holding support, trying to stay away for 50,000. Big day in Bitcoin. Let's uh let's bring in uh Triple D who hey Joel you, Joel you forgot about the the only market that we care about doggy coin yeah doggy coin yeah did we, you hear Kernan this morning Joe Kernan calls it doggy coin we it's are on man it's catching on red. we are down hold on hold on to your hats everyone but today's Doge Day and so doggy coin day yeah. So Dennis, take so they're trying to pump Doggy Coin to sixty nine cents on four twenty. That's the plan. Wow, that's that's really cool, man. Yeah, Yeah, really cool. Dennis, get you get one guess why I don't trade whatever you call Doggy Coin. I'll give you one guess, and you you've known me for a long time. One guess. 
why you don't I trade doggy coin. Yeah. I don't know because it's nothingness. Why? <laughs> what what drove what drove me crazy when we did the conversion back in uh, the two thousands? Holy! I have the six second goldfish memory. You're taking me back twenty years. What How many decimals crazy? are there? Oh, on the dial, yeah, over four decimal points. Four decimal points. Well, three it's not dec- anymore. Now it's two decimal points. It's, well, I guess you got to well, look at the other. But... Well, when you put an order in, like I would get killed in that thing. I'd be jumping bids. The spreads have whacking... got to be juicy for the market maker. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. They're I, making yeah. these, these percent. If we talk about half a percent on some of this stuff. They're probably making full percents on doggy coin. I would lose I, just by looking at the spreads and that, you know, and trying to put order. I would just lose my, you know, unless I just bought a chunk, you know, and just said, forget about it, you know, but it just like looking at, it would just absolutely, I mean, I, when I see these sub decimal prints, I mean, that's what, you know, it's just really changed the complexion of the market and, you know, for trading size, do you, you've been great. You've made the adoption to it, but man, oh man. But uh, the question of the day, is yeah. I, is I well I I know you want to go to the to the merger, but uh, can really. IBM can IBM hold these gains? Could this be an unprecedented day in the history of IBM that it opens up, it has a good report, and it keeps on going? It's the kind of stock the market likes right now. I actually wanted to go long this into the report. I like even I temp I actually had an order up on my screen. I was going to buy it at the close. Literally taking it into the port report intentionally for the simple reason is that this is a value tech stock and they like value stocks right now. And I'm like, they will probably find an excuse to rally it even if they miss. So it's holding on 4.76% dividend. I mean, it's got a significant level. It's got to pierce through here. The 137 is where it's struggling. That's the high from just last, a couple of weeks ago. So it's big levels. It's the kind of stock they like right now. But right now I'm turned off on a lot of stocks altogether um just in the longer term like from a longer term swing trading perspective that's funny, i keep yeah. trying you know the day trading which has been actually a challenging month for day trading too but it's still fairly consistent i'm making money most days just not as much as i was because the vix is lower but um from a swing trading perspective i keep trying these long swings seems like on a lot of different stocks and i keep getting stopped out man the <laughs> tough environment this is like you know, just to segue away, and we'll bring it back to IBM, but this has got to be one of the toughest bull markets from a long perspective um, for a lot of traders. I mean, even looking at my long-term investment portfolio, um, I got about 10% growth. I was like analyzing it. I'm like 10% growth names, like 90% value names. The growth names are so bad <laughs> that the 10% growth is actually holding like my portfolio is not going up every single day it's like staying the same so like my 90 percent of growth value stocks are going up but the 10 percent growth are going so down that the portfolio is staying stable it's like the exact opposite of 2020 where i had like i still had 90 percent value and like 10 percent growth maybe a little bit more growth then because i was leaning a little bit more but it's like the 20 percent growth that i had compared to the 80 was doing so well that it was you know bringing up the whole portfolio despite a lot of value names so i mean they always move more, but their stock's going down 7, 8, 10% in a day. And then your value names are up like 1%. It's like, well, that sucks. So the portfolio doesn't go up at all. Growth has just stunk. In this last two months, if it's got you know a higher PE and if it's a growth name, it's been tough. It's been tough to be long growth names. Uh, just uh, we can 
lot of segues I can do off that, but just uh, real quick um, on Beamer here. Uh, you did get over 139, so let's use that. Uh, let's get over 139 today. I'll go with my old, you know, if you take out the pre-market high and keep on going, boom, boom, we'll keep on going. And the problem is, is that we've already leaked three bucks off it. 139.60 is your pre-market high. That was a double top uh, just on the after hours trade. And hold it here at 137. I kind of hope. I got some, I mean, you, you talk about tough investing. I, I got a chunk, some chunks of cash to put to work and I just don't know where to put it. Like I just no. like, I don't want to put it either. in the indexes and I don't want to, I don't want to, I just don't want to mess with something that's going to be too interest rate sensitive. And I definitely don't want growth stocks. And it's just like, what well, you know, I'm just sitting on it and I'm just, I'm just struggling what to do with it. But uh, it's I tough. Tough market environment. I, I had a, a friend of mine send me a text and he's like, I got some money. You know, where do you, where are you putting your money for the next three years? And I was like, I'm not sure where I'm putting it for the next three minutes, let alone for the next three years. I mean, you know, there's was some great story stocks in 2020. We had some good ideas. And obviously, you know, and this is longer term trading. I'm in and out, in and out, in and out, trading headlines. You know, you're doing different things. You're going with momentum. But to try to predict this market out more than a day, it's really tough. I mean, I don't know, like, like obviously I have my trading portfolio and my long-term investment portfolio. My long-term investment portfolio raised a lot of cash in the last while. We know I've been selling at rallies. Yeah. And, you know, every time I try to nibble a little bit back into some of these, you know, even the growth name, even the non-growth names, it's like they start going up a little bit and then they just puke it out. Um, it, it's, it's been a tough investing environment. And, you know, so then, you know, and I like investing in the real estate too. And I was like, on the weekend, you know, looking, I looked at another place, you know, just as a potential investment, like getting into physical assets, houses. And, you know, I, 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 I was going to make a bid on this one place and they get 12 offers. I mean, they get 12 offers. So the real stop, buying, so just stop buying property for a little bit. Okay. Take like a, <laughs> take I, like a three month. Wait, you got to call me. You got to stop buying for a little bit. Okay. You got to stop buying everything really right now. <laughs> I mean, this is the type of market. Everything is just in a bubble. Like everything is a big bubble. Real estate market's in a bubble. Crypto's in a bubble. Collectibles are in a bubble. Um, the growth was in a bubble, but the growth is out of the bubble. The growth is now officially out of the bubble. The bubble has popped. And a lot of the growth names are down 50% or more. We'll get to space in a second. But I, I don't know where, like, it, the only thing that looks cheap from a you know technical basis is some of the growth names. But then you look at them from a fundamental basis and they're all still expensive. So I don't know. It's tough investing environment. The trading environment's been okay. The investing environment, I'm not sure what you do with your money, Joel. Oh, man, you're no help. Here we all. are. We're trying to give ideas for, you know, longer <laughs> term. Right now, longer term investing has been tough. Gold? Only... Did you go gold? Gold I looks got like a lot of gold, and then it drives yeah, me. I, I don't wanna... like it long term. I, wanna... I just want to sell it at 1700 and buy it at 1800 and that's not a winning formula. I know. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to, it really, it's just a trading range. I was talking about that. That's been in the trading range, but uh, someone asked, did IBM say anything about splitting the company or whatever? Did uh, did they say that? They had a the... question about Watson on the call. Bernstein analyst, I believe, asking, he always asked the good questions. I think he's the one that pissed off Elon Musk a number of years ago. He asked the down dirty. He's like, what's, what about Watson? What's, you know, are you guys going to spin off Watson or sell Watson? And the IBM CEO said, Watson is the face, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not getting the words exactly, but the face of their AI, you know, business. You know, it is like the AI. And I mean, holy crap, they're still, 
you know, it's still Watson. They've been talking Watson for 20 years. And, you know, the AI revolution has kind of just missed IBM altogether. I mean, this is a company that has just done a lot of things wrong. You know, it is a value stock. And yes, you know, but the growth, you know, they've tried to buy Red Hat. They paid a ridiculous price because they, they, yeah. they can't do the growth, you know, internally. So they're trying to grab it externally by buying other companies. And, you know, they've just done a lot of things wrong. With that being said, though, it's the kind of stock that people are gravitating to right now. Higher dividend, lower PE. I mean, you look at Cisco. It's been a stock that's been underperforming for a IBM. long time, too. It's bad. CSCO, uh, like, look at that. You know what? I think I'm going to buy some. I, just for the fact, that, well, you look at you know, it. I, are you buying them now, though? That's I don't know. I got to buy something. I mean, I, just <laughs> I don't know what. I, I'm but just look at you know, the, the thing though. about it is, is that it, um, it, it was a tech stock. It didn't rally with the tech rally, right? And it's a value stock, and it didn't rally with a, a in a, a value stock rally. Well, so it has Cisco has a little. Well, not not a IBM. Lot. It's no, not IBM. You're talking about IBM. Okay, we're going back and forth between Cisco, and IBM. I moved okay. on, but IBM, yeah. I I don't know. It, these are all companies that just doesn't don't have growth. You know, there's not much growth there, but they have value. You know, Intel is obviously less growth than Nvidia, but it has value. It's held on better. It's been a value market, but. I don't know. Like with yesterday's tape, some of the value stocks are starting to roll over now. I just get concerned they might start rolling over everything. But I was concerned about this a few weeks ago, and then they just started buying up the value names again. So tough market to call. So what are you doing? He's quiet in the background. What is Spencer doing? I was going to say, don't forget that 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 question about the IBM, the the Watson spinoff was was asked within the context of the report from a couple months ago that they were mulling spinning off their their Watson Health unit. Which is, I guess, all the healthcare applications that Watson has. I'm still unclear to me what exactly Watson does. Yeah, that's neither here nor there at this point. We don't know what Palantir does, and we don't know what Watson does. We know what Palantir does; it goes down. Wow! Wow! Let's go. Let's go to the cash. Oh, I just want to say one thing too. You see, you go to Spencer, and that's all. You're you're really mixing apples and oranges here because okay. Spencer's got a good 75 years of investing left, right? So he can keep buying and averaging down and everything. It's going to be 110, that's right. Old people I, like I, me, I got, I, you know, I got to start thinking about hanging things up and saving my shekels and, you know, living off my fixed income and things like that. So you're mixing, and that, and that Benzinga audience here, we got a lot of people that just, oh, you know, they want to buy GameStop and make, you know, a ton of money and then, Go buy a uh, doggy coin or whatever. But the majority of investors out there are planning for, you know, planning for retirement. There's a lot of baby boomers out there. Uh, what college? I don't know what you're going to do now about college. They're going to get really expensive or really cheap. Uh, so it's really, you know, if we're yet on your, your time horizon, uh, everyone's trying to buy STLD and I, I just can't buy it up here. I just everything's can't. run. I can't There's buy it up cheap here. Cheap anymore. Nothing I can't buy cheap. it. I absolutely refuse to buy it up here. I bought nothing US Steel. I bought US Steel, and it's top two. I bought it like twenty one and a half, and it runs to twenty three quickly. I'm like, yeah, I got this. And then it pulls all the way back, and I'm like, down in it. And then it has a good run yesterday, but then gives a lot of it back towards the end of the day. We have, I believe, Bank America is it that's coming out with the note today. They're saying buy new core, buy STLD. Spencer, is it Bank America? Going uh, from my memory, uh, uh, six-second goldfish memory already forgetting. Yes, it, it, yeah, it is B of A. 
Yeah, yeah, they're coming out with bullish on steel, um, and they're not upgrading, but they're coming up buys with steel dynamics and reiterating their buys and on Nucor as well. I own Nucor, sticking with it. I still think that, that with the guy. housing market, you know, you got to think, and with everything, I mean, you know, there's just so much, you know, going to happen with infrastructure. I think steel, still, steel, steel is still <laughs> a safe. I think a safer place to be. So. Look at that chart, though, Dennis. Look at that, just hogging the support. And I and I gave you a level before, and I talked to you about it on a closing basis, and that was before I went away. What's the old-time closing high now? Uh, 80.53. Man, oh, man, I don't know. It's hugging 78. It's holding 78. As long as it's 78, it's good to go. But look at that. Three out of four out of five lows within 26 cents. So, Keep an eye, Dennis. Mark that down because I don't want you to complain when it takes out 78 and then it's at 70. That's a big bar. When's the last time Nucor has had a bar like that? I mean, I don't know. I've been in it for a decade. I'm not selling right, it. Get out. I'm in it. I'm in Nucor probably forever. I'm a lifer in Nucor. There's a yeah. few stocks that I feel like I'm a lifer in. I feel like Nucor is one of them. I don't know why. But... Spencer's going to look at your portfolio, little Spencer, I'm... and he's like, it's going to be like an 11 bucks. And they're like, my, my dad had this at 80? What was he thinking? But uh, anyways. Uh, I'm definitely was... not a lifer in space. I'll tell you that. And Ooh, Kathy not... Wood, apparently. Kathy Wood. Garrett Spencer will let you say it because I've been yeah. talking over you all the whole show. Ooh, that's all right. That's all right. Neither is Kathy. Not really. Apparently. Um, they okay. Ark Invest yesterday sold. Where's my number here? Uh, oh my god, uh, I'm in the yeah, sales Virgin Galactic five, uh, about 590,000 shares of space yesterday. Basically, all the space that she bought last week at 29, she sold yesterday at 22. Do we know her? Uh, like, does I, I don't look at those emails come and I don't even look at them, but like, do you still know like what percentage does she reveal? What percentage? Yeah, yeah. Of she's very is? transparent, but you used oh. to always get the Kathy Pops and the algos would be on the Kathy Pops. And you saw the email come and they were ripping the stocks that she was buying up five, 10 percent. It is crickets, Joel. They do not get pops. It might be if it's a new name and it's very small, it gets a little bit of a pop. But there is crickets on that email now. So her gig where, you know, she buys stock, release it, be up 5%. Because she bought the stock, it's gone. Right now it's gone. Because they are not buying the Kathy stocks whatsoever on those emails. So if we let's just look. Case in point, let's bring them up. What she sure. buy yesterday, Spencer? Let's do an exercise here. She bought a lot of stocks yesterday. Obviously, we got a down day, so maybe, you know, we're cherry-picking days. But, I mean, most of her stocks are down significantly more than the market, too. So, give us a few names that All you right. bought yesterday. Here's the email. Yeah, show it. Last night. Oh, okay, he's showing. I'm not going to show it. Just... Oh, we're not allowed to show it, maybe. I mean, friends I... with Kathy. We're allowed. allowed to show. All right, fine. I'll show, show it. it. All right. All right. Yell at oh, what happened in Penn? Subscribers. I made a great call in Penn. Yeah. <gasps> what happened to Penn? What do you think happened? Value, the, oh. value, the growth to the, the growth to value trade happened. <gasps> yeah. Do you know what I noticed too? Is my, my email? Okay. Before so we she go bought to more that. coin, which she buys every single day. It's yep. down slightly. What what did you notice before we joined this, Joel? Um, you know how like I've been telling you, they give you a thousand dollars free, you know, to bet on like uh, DKNG now. Mm -hmm. Now it's two thousand. 
because everyone got the thousand. They probably had to deposit a thousand. They bought, right. they put a thousand. They lost two thousand. <laughs> and now they want them to get to put another thousand in. So now it's two thousand dollars. How can you lose if you put two thousand dollars into a betting account? How can you lose? Right? Can't. I don't know. Oh, look Here's at that oh, All right, so here it is. We got uh, here the buy. Here, here the total, here are the total buys because Kathy's email breaks it down by fund, uh, and secure and stock. This is just the the, okay. the different funds added up. So in total, across all their funds, they bought 153,000 shares of Coinbase yesterday. Bought uh, about three twenty-five thousand shares of JD. 450,000 shares of Open Door, which is in trouble. I don't know if you looked at that chart, but I mean, it's like we'll all. We'll bring them up as we go. So we open yeah. door, down. Okay, so so Coinbase down today. JD down today. Open Door down today. Again, we're on a down day, so it's tough, but we're not hammered or anything. All right, 3D, 3D. Go there. It's green. It's up seven cents. So when she was buying 3D systems you know, oh, a couple oh, weeks geez. ago. Uh, when she was buying 3D systems a couple weeks ago, it would be pop, it popped like seven, eight, ten percent sometimes when she was buying it. Now she's already bought it, so it's not a new buy, so it wasn't going to get that kind of pop. But you think it'd be good for one or two percent? No, no, it's up seven cents. This stock she's absolutely hammered on because she's been buying this nonstop for the last two months. There's no way. I I, I think it was a new buy for her a month and a half ago. So she's actually been just been buying this all the way down. Um, you know. I think she started buying in the 30s, 30s, 20s, 19. Now it's, you know, went under and closed to 1894. It's at 1901. This chart, I mean, it was a bubble too. It's a bubble that burst. This 3D was 8 to $10 forever. Like if we go back to the charts, you know, yeah. this was like yep. forever. This was leaking. And I was, you know, it's considering that I was going to eventually get the ticker symbol when the company goes under. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, it doesn't look like that. But then it did this incredible run. I don't know what was happening. Well, we know what was happening. I had to buy everything. 10 to, to almost 60 in a month and a half. Well, it's come almost all the way back now down to 19. Do you, do I think it's going back to 30? I think there's a higher likelihood this is back at 10 than it's back at 30, in my opinion. So I like the, the concept of 3D printing, but it's been, you know, something that's been a concept for a decade. And we thought maybe this was, you know, January, this is the time for 3D printing. It doesn't appear to be. And it's not just DDD, you know, it's SSYS, had the huge 20 to 55, back to 20. Voxel Jet, BJET, 10 to, to almost 40. Back to thirteen. I mean, maybe this is the opportunity to buy into some of these names, but I just when I so see many the fall holders. like this, yeah. I mean, come bag on, Holder Central. Everybody's down in it, including Kathy. What do people do when they pop a little bit? They sell. I mean, I had this INO complete piece of crap. It's been a crap, crap. Like I bought it because it was a Reddit stock, and then you know I sold it. But then there was an analyst that came out, and he I forget who it was. He gave a twenty dollars price target. I got talked back into it. Wait. And it's been leaking, leaking. It had that pop three days ago from like 8 to 10.37. I was like, it was supposedly good news, something with COVID. And I'm like, you know what? They're just going to sell us. Wait, wait, so many bag wait. holders. Novio? Is that what you said? Yeah, Novio. We haven't talked, about that. We haven't talked about that since like last summer. What is that? No, it was, I, we were talking about back in January like crazy. It was Reddit stock. That's where I it was know. 10, to, 10 yeah. to 18. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It was a Reddit stock, 10 to 18. Maybe. All right. What yeah. about... um? 
Anyways, but hey, I'm what about say, Mario Siebert? What's the symbol on that one, Spencer? Be, before okay. you leave it, I just want to make a point here. Sure. When you're in, in bag holder central, and I was in bag holder central on that, you got to realize you're stuck with a bunch of other bag holders. You get the pop, you use that opportunity to lighten up. You use that opportunity to lighten up when you get these pops. Because you know what? They don't last long. I know pop lasted a day because everybody's just stuck in it. It was a Reddit stock, so it was Reddit traders stuck in it too. Um I, I think you just got to use pops and all of these stocks, like 3D systems, to sell. Like, and yeah, there's going to be pops. You know, they're going to be, you know, could it get back to 22, 23? It could. But I mean, the leak that's happening in these things, these things are all just, this is the tech bubble first all over again for all these stocks. This is exactly what? how it went down. Joel, Joel, S-I-E-B is the answer to your question. Uh, I know, I found it. It's back at three and a half. Um, when they give it all uh, back. Yeah, they give it all back. When did Branson um, sell some stock? Remember, he last, sold a chunk. Yeah, well, that last was, week. That was last week, right before you left. Yeah, that was the selling opportunity, right around thirty. Yep. And isn't got to uh, get out? Chamath Papapatia. He's he out sold of the first. Well, well yeah. he, he sold earlier. He's out. He's he's out. out. How do you pronounce yeah, that name? Branson's not out. Branson just sold a chunk. Yeah. Chamath Papapatia. You know what? I give you like a like a B minus that like for effort. It's Chamath Papapatia. Oh now, man! But now is the closest you've ever came. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give it to you on that one. Yeah. Um. I guess people don't want to pay three hundred and fifty gur to go to space. I I'm kind of surprised. Maybe they could get it for two fifty. These are all trading vehicles. All of this stuff you just got to watch. And you know, I like space. I like the story. And I was like, oh, I'm going to hold a little bit of this. And you know, you start seeing the insiders dump, and you're like, whatever I held was garbage. So, and I'm out of it. I sold the rest at like thirty dollars. Fubo was the same thing. I was like, oh, I want to hold a piece of my Fubo. We did great with Fubo. Mitch brought us out at like 11 bucks. It ran quickly to like 25 and I lightened up at 25 and then it ran further and I sold the rest of it. And I was like, why did I sell any? Cause it went from like 40 to 60 in two days. And I was like, holy crap. I sold way too early. Well, you know what? It's come all the way back down. So you got to ring the register, sell your peanuts while the circus is in town. The circus has officially left town for all of these growth names. And there's no performances scheduled. It doesn't look like in the near future. So, I mean, the circus is gone. If you're stuck with all these growth names, I think you use rallies to lighten up because I just think it gets uglier for a lot of these names. Could space go back under 10 bucks? I think so. I said this one was $27 a few days ago on the show. I think it could go back under 10. What, and Fubo? That had the same thing. That could go back under ten too. Someone's like Fubo, what a rally! And I looked, and it's like nineteen bucks. I'm like, they, they, they're oversold though. Now, don't like I would not. I know I'm not be short these stocks because they're all massively oversold. And there's going to be some rip your face off short squeezes in these things. You know, even if there's not a ton of short interest, there's still people who are playing. Okay, well, this party is completely over. Short the stock. There's going to be some rallies. It's those rallies. If you're along these things that I would use to lighten up, you know, we got Sean coming on tomorrow. You guessed it. Sean's chomping it to bit here uh, on some of these. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have some fun because uh, he actually was the one market person I talked to on vacation. And, uh, you know, he was he was he was getting I'm like, dude. And I'm and I just went back and I'm like, oh, I'm going to look at some charts. I look at the charts. I'm like, these charts look horrendous. And you go, dude, they're not indexes. You got to look at the charts differently. The only problem, like, if I do get in a stock like this, like, where do you sell it? Like, what do you, I mean, you're going to need some, I mean, 20? Do you want to buy it at 13, risk down to nine and a half and sell it 20? I mean. Well, skills are scary. I mean, that chart is 
They yeah. all look like that. Every SPAC looks like that. They're all the same chart. They all had the ridiculous pop in early February, and they've all been straight down ever since. They just go down every day. Skills, it, it doesn't even give you a relief pop. It's massively oversold. Massively oversold. There's not even a relief pop in there, Spencer. In the last month, it's a red candle every freaking day. Spencer, what? What was that IPO you gave me yesterday? We were supposed to have the guy on the show today. Uh, what is it? E uh EBAT. EBAT. Yeah. Holy, this oh, is the poster child for this oh, crappy growth market. Wait, wait, dude, just to get just to be fair to them, they they did say they're in their 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 post IPO quiet period, which I which is a thing. Yeah, crickets. Look at that. Holy oh, not crickets. Joel lost. Twenty-one dollars opens out three days ago. Runs to fifty-four. Everybody's going to hundred. Actually, going to hundred. Got to go to hundred. Dennis actually in the pre-market it hit seventy-one. Seventy-one dollars <laughs> two days ago. Now, now three days ago. I guess they have yesterday's bar. Yeah. Eighteen bucks this morning. From seventy-one to eighteen in two days. This is the worst bull market I've ever seen. And we are still in a bull That's market. That's a good quote. You should quote that. Hey, this uh, is like the worst bull market I have ever seen. The people there is that are so doing clips, many names that are absolutely hammered. And it's it's the only thing holding us up. Or it's honestly like what's holding us up lately is Fang. I mean, the Facebook, the Amazon, they've been holding us up. Microsoft making new highs. All the stocks I own have been holding us up. It's funny. My portfolio is very indicative of this overall market. Cause like I said, I got these 10% growth names that are hammered. And then I got my 90% of stuff, which is in good, you know, quality blue chip names that are been holding up that the stuff that is hammered, but it's like, man, I only want that 10% in there. The 10% has just been garbage. But if we ever lose those blue chip names, this market will start getting, this is my growth one. And uh, I just, I, I can't, I've, I've washed my hands of it. I washed my hands of it at one thirty. I said, when we... It's Lisa's it, now. This yep. is Lisa's money. It's, Lisa's pick. It's on her. She well, And it's so funny, and I'm not going to say anything, but we're at, you know, she looks at, you know, she actually was looking at quotes more than me. And, you know, I told her, like, oh, I got under 100, man. I don't like it going into double digits. So I was gone last week. So it must have been on Tuesday. She's like, oh, Peloton, 123. And I'm like, sell. And uh, here we are, man. I know that that news Good. though they kind of overdone it on. I don't know. I mean, it, they were overdone. The Tesla and the Peloton news was overdone. I mean, it's horrific. You know what's happened is. there. But I mean, these are overvalued stocks, though, is the problem. So yeah. I mean, she there's doesn't. not the kind of environment these bounce back. I mean, let's use Tesla as a poster child here. So Tesla, obviously, you know, um, the, the the tragedy with the you know the car burning up and the two people obviously um, getting killed terrible. but it, horrible horrible and the stock gets hit well last night elon musk tweets out and if you want to go find the tweet but basically saying it wasn't you know on the car because they didn't buy the auto driver or something i didn't really understand all of it but basically they didn't saying, have auto it, driver yeah it, it wasn't even enabled it wasn't even enabled so well, it wasn't on tesla so last night, look at that chart from last night, Joel. Tesla rips higher on this. It's oh. like, oh, yeah, man. It wasn't on Tesla. So the stock buyers are, like, grabbing it left and right. The algos are grabbing it left and right. And they're buying Tesla up. And it goes up to, like, 727, 730 last 730, night. 730, yeah. 730. It buy it up 15 bucks. What happens this morning? 
gives it all back and is down another six. So here, they knocked 30 points off of it because they thought this car's fault. Musk says it wasn't the car's fault. They tried to buy it back last night, and the market says, no, nah, we don't care. We're just going to sell stock anyways. Down 23 points from where it was last night after Musk said it wasn't the car's fault. Wow, so I mean, this is the kind of market it's in. you got to sell the rips. This is a sell-the-rip market. And yeah, it's you know there's been some good names, and yes, the markets are at all-time highs. You know, we're very near. And yes, SPY has been the best place to be. Thank God I have most of my money in SPY. But um, when you look at, you know, this market from an individual basis and on these, you know, growth names, every time they get a pop, just like 2020, every time they get a drop was a buying opportunity. Every time they get a pop, it's another selling opportunity. I mean, look at Clover right now, CLOV. It's had a nice pop, nice couple days. If I was in CLOV, it's all everybody's in the hope now. It's like, oh, it's coming back. It's gonna get back to fourteen, fifteen dollars. What I think is gonna happen in Clover, and I don't even know the headline, but just from a technical basis, the Sony bag holders, what I think's gonna happen, it's gonna start leaking again. And then you're gonna look and it's gonna be back. I think eventually it's back at like seven dollars, and you're gonna look at this like, why didn't I sell that pop at nine fifty, ten bucks? You just got it again. It was up like ten fifty last night. You know, it got up or maybe it was the night before. So I mean you're getting opportunities in some of these names. Some of them you're not. Though, like the Fiskers, you know, you're getting an opportunity this morning. Bank America coming out positively, but yeah, it's down every bloody day, every day. I, 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 I oh, it's popping today. I, I, yeah, yeah, Bank America bullish. Thirty-one. They're saying it could go to thirty-one bucks. It already did go to thirty-one dollars. <laughs> Maybe they're saying it can go back there again. I love the Fisker story. I actually think there's some value in Fisker, but you know, this is one that I I rebought at sixteen. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Will I sell into some of the today's rally to, to lighten up and take the loss? I I don't know because I kind of I kind of <laughs> like the story. Like I think they're actually going to be like there's some that are concepts and Fisker. Like I said, is not just a concept. Wow. They've got to deal with Magna. We're gonna see Fiskers on the road. So I mean, this is going to be a competitor and it's going to be in the EV market. It's is the valuation too high here still? I don't know. I have to reevaluate. When your stock starts going down, you need to reevaluate and analyze. And ten, make sure the thesis still holds. Ten lower highs, ten lower lows, in a, in a row. And ten lower closes in a row. Oh, that's gotta be that. The guy at Bank America saw that, and he's like, "That's the most." Bullish I'm, he thing says, I've "I'm ever stopping seen. it in its tracks," and probably does <laughs> stop it in its tracks today. I mean, the stock's up ten percent or whatever this morning, nine percent. So this is all thanks to the Bank of America, the guys. This is way oversold. It's time if I was ever if it's ever so bullish, and I want to be that <laughs> hero. You know, this is the time. So I mean, that's why they do that. But I don't know what to say. You know, Fisker. It, it's one of the few that I have left, and it's been an absolute dog too. I sold it, rightly selling it, and I shouldn't not, not rebought it. I guess just trying to stop and say, be the hero. It's going to stop at fifteen. If it doesn't stop at fifteen, turn around and sell it then and get out. Don't just hold on to it, saying, "Wow." You know, I, like the story. I didn't I do justified that. a bad buy and I shouldn't have. It's still this is exactly no, not exactly. I'm gonna no, I'm, I'm you know what? I'm not gonna give my, my opinion on this one. You because you're in it, I don't want to influence what you think. Anyways, Romeo, next. Uh, RMO down again yesterday. Romeo, I mean, Romeo. how many it's the same thing. All these and give us some other names, chat. Give us like if you go to the SPACs, try to give me some SPACs that are doing okay. Give me some SPACs that even post-merger, pre-merger. Find me a SPAC that's like sitting up at the highs. I can do that. Draft find Kings. me one that's oh, up at the highs. I was going to say Draft, Draft King's King. not a SPAC. Boom, baby. Draft King. Yeah, Boom. It's not a, it's not a SPAC. Yes, it was. It's not a SPAC. It's, 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 it's 
Yeah, look at your ass. It's 20 bucks off the highs. All right. That's 20, not good. It's holding up relevant. That's the best one. That's the best he can do. <laughs> the markets are at all-time highs. The spy is a, the spy is a buck off of all-time highs. Or two well, bucks, one we'll point out some tech highs. stocks that are all-time highs, Dennis. Here. I'm asking about SPACs. Give me a SPAC pre or post that's sitting up at all-time highs like the spy. Microsoft. Facebook. Uh, the only thing Google. I can say is, is this is when the blood is in the street. And uh, a lot of people say, a lot of, I mean, look at that red on, on FSR. You said it. How many days in a row? Red. Way oversold. So They're the blood oversold. is in the street. Oversold, overbought. How when many people retail have gets lost out, it? institutions will get in at the bottom and they'll grab the bottom and the retail trader will be left out. What, what are you, uh, what are you buying right now? Like what SPACs are you looking at as like cheap opportunities? What so, so this is the at? biggest thing. And I mentioned this on SPACs Attack yesterday. Yeah, yeah. There's two different baskets of SPACs. There's hype SPACs that are pre-revenue, that yep. are growth looking, yep. and kind of prototypes. Yep. And then there's SPACs that have actually revenue that are just struggling because they're, they're lower growth companies that have some value, but are going to take time to get back up here. What are those ones? Give me a Let's few. Let's say <laughs> um, if we look at the mortgage companies, you could look at Replay. You could look at United Mortgage. At the end of the day, those in the long run, yeah, I think we'll get back up here. It's just it's an investment play. And I think one of the things that changed here, Dennis, is that a lot of people started looking at SPACs as a trading vehicle. That's not what they were intended to be. They were intended to be an investment. And I think most people need to reevaluate what they think of SPACs. It's not a trading vehicle. It's not just 40% in one day kind of thing. Where's Nick? And Nick is here. Nick, Nick is here. I'm trying to, I want to bring him on. But bring him on. Bring him on. Nick will rip me up. No, 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 no we won't. need Nick because Nick is bullish and bearish. He keeps, he keeps a very steady, he sells everything. He goes both ways. I sell everything. Exactly. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what Nick has to say. So. We're always interested in Nick. Uh, we'll bring I Nick, Nick, Nick that way, back on, or stay with us. Yeah, yeah stay with us. Yeah, I'll be in I'm, the back. I'll listen to Nick. I, I'm here. We're Hello. trying to find SPACs that aren't under attack. That's what we were trying to do here. And I was like, it doesn't matter if they so, got revenue, they don't got revenue. If they got a SPAC name attached to them, they've been hammered. I, um, I mean, I own a few of these. I know. <laughs> First hands. They're red. <laughs> so am I on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Live. All right. Happy 420 day, I guess. Oh, um, doggy coin day. Who's in the background? I can't see. That was Mitch. That yeah, was Mitch. That was, that was producer Mitch. Okay, so um, he he said something about the retail. So what I think happened, just the big picture, is the retail investor, especially the new ones, got schooled. That's it. So life gives you the test first, and then the lesson. What what you do with the test and the outcome of it, and then you learn that it's not about forty percent days and one hundred percent days. And the SPACs, if it's not a spec. It's fine. Like Palantir has a business, a book of business of a billion. I don't know if it was a SPAC. I think it was some sort of a, a blend of it. There's a direct uh, listing, I think. Direct listing. Yeah. Okay. So, but then things like Hylion, which is uh, the whole price of the stock is based on future successes. Yeah. Then that's a speculative bet at, at best. So the way you handle this is you take a bet, you assign your risk, and you don't add to it on the way down. So I did a few videos on that, and I got hammered in the comments because... <laughs> 
people were saying, what? It was like 18. I said it's going to 12, if not way like lower. Don't and say then that, I don't like that. Don't, don't I did. That. I did. But listen, I made I made peace with them. I made peace with them because wow. I, <laughs> I never I, figured out how to make peace with them. Well, I, I, apologize. I apologize. Oh, you apologize. <laughs> you apologize <laughs> for making a good call. Wait, Nick, ap- what's going on with you? Well, I apologize by doing an I told you so video, but very, cons- oh, but but good. very consoling way. Right. And anyway, so. But but the point is that you guys said a lot of right things, uh, but there's a lot of emotions. So you, said, you know what you know what I did is I I I did recaps, and the first thing I do when I do investing into anything, trade, investment, whatever, is look at the macro picture and see what the world looks like. So can I share my screen? Yeah, you, sure. You can you can share your screen. We got okay. Sh- yep. Wait, uh, let's see. Screen sharing. Share screen. Uh, window. Holy crap! Got a lot of them. Okay, this one. All right, there we go. All right, is it visible? Yes, it is. Okay, so the first thing I would do is I shared this overhead with my team. I said, this is the SPY, nothing fancy daily chart. Whatever investment I do, whatever, however smart I am picking my stock, it has to play within this prism. These are not good bases for any (laughs) any bet. unless your time horizon is super long-term. So I wasn't saying short it. I'm saying whatever I take long has to come inside this prism that we are not at an obvious point of entry for anything. So I have to be balanced. So what do I do? I sell call spreads in the SPX, for example, for balance or the QQQ if I'm along the tech. Uh, So things like this to create balance in the portfolio. So on a bad day, I would have some green somewhere. And then within that, everything else plays out. So you guys were talking about the SPACs, and uh, I was laughing uh, about how Dennis, how involved he is. And the problem is they start adding on the way down, and then they get stuck in this commotion of um, like a hideous downturn. So um, make, make your forecast and play along with it. So this morning, this was my forecast um, on, the S- on the SPY, for example. Very simple. Um, the support, if it fails, it's going down to the second level of support. If it fails, plus we've got this giant hole down here that we may fill at 403, um, 400, or whatever it, whatever, whatever it was. So it's nothing surprising, but then emotions kick in, and then it's the end of the world. You guys were talking about $30 drop in Tesla. What yeah. is that, like 0.4%? Nothing. It's 0.4%. So it shouldn't be new. $30 drop on Tesla is almost 5%. So it's it's somewhat. 5%? What? 30 points (laughs) on 700. 35 points on 700 would be 5%. Okay. So it is a sizable dip. um, But it didn't change. uh, This issue with the accident has been going on forever. The issue with the treadmills on Peloton, it went on forever. So somebody who bought Peloton on the dip, nibble not a full bite because of the prism of the spy is high um it's 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 not a game changer going forward unless they come out and say treadmills are illegal now that's a headline you have to pay attention to because that changes the income stream for the company um and even then they could recover from it by switching over to different things because the asset in peloton is the recurring revenue i think now going forward so the run rate went up tenfolds from like three or four years, three years ago, I think. So the pandemic boosted it up, but it's not like a one shot and then it's done. 
I, let's just move away from all that, but just look at your chart. I like what your chart where you've got specific levels and you write on yep. it must hold this level. You, you have yep. defined risk, you know, yep. which is what a lot of new traders don't do. They think about how much money they can make. They don't think about how much money they can lose. You're so, looking, okay, I've got support here. If it breaks support, I got to exit. So, or I gotta so take, the, you know, action. Yeah, the message is everything yellow is for today. So open mm -hmm. air, fine. So tonight is going to be all about Netflix. It's going to infect all of Fang. You guys talked about Fang. Sure. Mathematically, they prop up the indices. What are they? 60, 70% of the indices? All the Fang, Ma, whatever, if you want to no. add Apple. No, they're like 30, 40%. On the S&P, if you go Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, both Googles, and Facebook, yeah, and I guess I don't know if you want to. That that's almost thirty percent of right. the S and P five hundred of the five hundred on the Nasdaq. It's definitely yeah, higher exactly. than that. Right. But, but it it is mathematically a prop, like you guys mentioned. That's for sure. So this will be the plan on the SPY for today, and I take it one day at a time. So I know we are at, at you know nosebleed levels. I know we could correct at least three percent and stay within the spy um the spy ascending uh, channel i bet you anything so if i just pull up a, a daily chart and, and nothing fancy just one year daily this is the regression reverting to the mean literally bring us back to here and, and that's probably two and a half percent or something filling the gap is not even the lower end of the channel so coming down to 393 shouldn't surprise anybody and it doesn't change the fact that this is the bull market in yep. the hands of the bull the machines will buy the dips when it hits their levels period they know the behavior okay on the shorter term i sell <clears throat> i sell the pops and create a downturn but overall i know to buy the the channel the ascending channel that's how the machines are trading it so every day you have to come up with a plan so this is the qqq for today and then you do the same thing for um, the IWM is the only one that's struggling and the only one's kind of drawing a head and shoulders. So the, these three bubbles I've had probably for two weeks, maybe, maybe a week. So I said, we're going to trade bubbles. We're going to go from this one, either up here or down here. I don't know. So if you went up here, now we're struggling to stop ourselves from going down here. But this is not surprise to, end, to, to us if you get prepared. So if I take a risk when I know there's overall risk of failure, then I'm putting myself in front of a buzzsaw. I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a great point. Are there any stocks that you're watching specifically for this week? Maybe Apple because they have the event today. Maybe, I don't know. So, any, yeah. Um, any earnings plays? We have Netflix tonight. <laughs> what, what, what I traded is uh, potential breakouts in AMD last week, and I booked it. Um, I took uh, Square. And I'm still long square, but it was a long-term long. And so what I did is I shorted it short-term by selling a, an aggressive call spread in it, and that played out. So now I locked my profits for the long-term bet. I can leave it on. It's green on itself, and I have short-term profits. Uh, the the, the short-term play, like you mentioned, is a coin flip. So I have no doubt that Netflix is going to report some decent numbers. But what I don't know is the expectations. So I know what I expect out of it, but I don't know how many people are like me. So this is a complete gamble overnight, how they react to it. Um, okay. And it will infect it. So the way I would do it, if I'm long a whole bunch of QQQs, why don't I take a bearish bet? I mean, if I'm long a whole bunch of tech, why don't I take a bearish bet on the Qs as a balance in case they 
pop and drop or they freak out or something, then I have balance. But well, it's a, a page bet. out of my book, Hedge. <laughs> yeah, it's a bet overnight. I don't know how they're going to react. Um, what they say doesn't really matter almost, um, but it's how people react to it. So Netflix, what did it do last time? Pop and drop? I, I can't know. remember. Yeah, so Goldfish it, memory. We can... It's literally, if you go back, it's like a 50-50 shot. So here's a pop and drop. That's Netflix last time. Uh, the time before that was a complete drop. The time before that, I can't tell, drop. So um, not looking good for the bulls, but maybe, hey, this is it. Maybe this is the time it pops. So I, I'm watching more Netflix. <laughs> I don't know about you. So it, it is, um, it's a guesswork. So make a bet on something else other than Netflix. So if you buy calls or puts in Netflix for this week, as soon as it opens, uh, the implied volatility is going to just disappear. And a lot of the value in those puts and calls that you bought in Netflix will disappear with it. So to play Netflix uh, Netflix earnings, pick something that will move with Netflix that is not reporting until later. So your implied volatility on your calls and puts in that other ticker will hold up much better. It will move in sympathy with it, but it will hold up better after the fact if you guess it a little bit wrong. Maybe maybe a Roku or something like that. Roku, yeah, or even uh, the other fangs because they tend, like Facebook. They yeah, tend, they all get a little left with yeah. that. Yeah, and Facebook had a nice breakout, and and it, it's still trying to keep the neckline going that it had. So I had a whole bunch of triggers, and they all played out. And this this was the breakout somewhere in here. So if it falls back to two ninety three, people are going to be freaking out when it's actually it's time to start buying it because it's revisiting, solidifying the flooring below it, so it can go to three forty or whatever it wants to go. Nick, okay, let's just finish with your closing thoughts here and get you back to the overall market because we have had a relentless run in the SPY. Earlier in the show, I was calling this the toughest bull market that I've seen for the longest in a long time because there's a lot of stocks that have been hammered. You said, you said ugliest. Ugliest, okay. toughest. Okay, <laughs> ugliest maybe. The ugliest bull market I've seen. Okay. Dennis, you look at your portfolio too much. So, you either got so, too much growth in there or you look at it too I, much. I know. So I should gonna, stop looking at it. Stop looking I'm going to out, point out to Monday the 29th right there. Okay. The, there was a flash on my screen from the quote in the SPY. Oh, you to, love this. You love this. 403.9. I said, I am it. buying calls. I sent out a call. I said, buy the SPX $10 wide call spread for $2.50 or $3. We're going there. So we went and went above it. So if we come back to this point level, I would not be shocked and I will buy the dip. Okay. <laughs> Nick, Nick, have you done um, uh, uh, statistics on these crazy prints and how they've they turned happen? Out? You've been in a room when they've happened. I know, I know, I know. Okay. But I just wondered so, if, because if so you know, look it's back, statistic. look back on the Vic. No, I don't have an official one, but most of them, I can say most, like more than fifty percent. Okay, I know, I know, I know. You've yeah. been with them. So I just wondered look, if it's nice to see it on a spreadsheet. The Vix before it broke through twenty or last week. Uh, it had flash crashes every day down to like way out of spec. And then it spent the whole day tracking it. This is when the VIX just couldn't find a, a bid. Um, I don't have the specifics, but we were in the chat okay. room and, and it was almost every day. You'd see the VIX go voop, voop, and then uh, disagree with the VXX, which is the futures uh, of the VIX uh, tracker. So uh, there, there are shenanigans that happen. I don't, I can't explain them. I'm not a Wall Street guy. Dennis probably, not probably, definitely knows way more about it than me. 
But when you see it, you put it in print and you trade it and it makes you money. You know, you can argue with it all you want. Not you personally, but somebody could argue and laugh at me all they want. Hey. <laughs> you stick no nick you're consistent no yeah. no you're consistent you stick you know with your winners you you know you admit your losers i mean you know yeah. it's just the, the yeah, like, like, like the math club i just did on tesla how about that <laughs> oh, that's okay that's all right it's that's all right funny. i don't want to say anything i want to dennis with the canadian math over there he knew that like he's math. on the metric system so was i see i can blame the metric system <laughs> i grew up metric and then i came here and i went to engineering school i was like wait what 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 the, the comma is a decimal and the decimal is a comma wait what <laughs> all right nick Shaheen is the author of creating come with us thanks nick the link Thank you. the link to nick's uh, uh newsletter at Benzinga is in the description. Benzinga options. Check it out. Nick, always a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. All right. Um, let's talk uh, KSU, guys. Uh, Kansas City yeah. Southern. There's a bidding war. Remember that there was Oh, a- yeah. Woo! There was an offer on the table. Canadian Pacific was going to buy KSU for $25 billion. That was from a month ago. This morning, CNI is coming in party. saying, hey, no, no. Not so fast, Canadian Pacific. We're Canadian national. We want to pay thirty billion dollars. These Canadians, man, they're just attacking these U.S. companies. So yeah, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, it's a big premium, so that they're offering, and a nice big pop for KSU here this morning. I'm kicking myself on this one too because this was rumored. Remember. Years ago, on this for over a, while. a year ago, a long no, time. Ago. No, last summer, they're not even last summer. Like last, like fall, and the stock was trading on the rumors around 180, and it popped up it one did. day, and it hung out there forever. And the rumors have materialized now, and you know you're up over a hundred bucks. So just you know buying the rumor, you know obviously you know selling the news in this case wouldn't have worked well because he got a better bid, but. You know what would have worked while well, you still made money, but you know sometimes buying these rumors and mergers when they come back down they get forgotten. The way I always did the buy on rumors, like on M and A Arab, and you know the way I play it, Joel. But you know we haven't talked yep. about it for a while. Is you, you get the rumor the comes out and the stock gets the big pop and then nothing materializes. So let's say the stock was trading here, it, the rumor comes out, stock pops on the rumor, nothing materializes for a few weeks. It starts getting forgotten. It starts to leak gets back to the area where it was i feel like okay well now is where it was before the rumors even started so i'm getting it at that value plus you have basically like a call option a lottery ticket that maybe there will be a deal and i've had a few that way that you know i've bought them back when they came in this one would have been a good one for that because it came back into where it was around 175 180 gave you a shot and then the rumors actually did materialize you know some four or five months later but they did and obviously now you know people are making a lot of money with that so you know, never buying, you know, on day one when they get the big pop in the room, but waiting until they come in. This looks like there's an imminent deal. It's just a matter of who's going to get it. So you've got M&A, your risk arbs are all in there now. That's so a big jump, man. It's going to move off CP now to or CNI to a certain extent. CNI is trading down. If you're wondering why it's not trading up to 325, big chunk of stock deal and CNI is coming down. So you got to do the math on it which we could do if Spencer's got a ratio. I'm not sure if we have an official offer, though, yet, or if it's still just rumors. No, it's an official what? offer. It's an what? official offer? What is it? It's uh, it's uh, $325 a share. No, but yeah, but... Oh, sorry. Oh, right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's 200 in cash. 200 cash. And, oh, come on now. Where are you? Oh, they're going to make me go digging for... Well, I'm assuming you know what? about one share of CNI, because of 118, so I'm just guessing that it's just over one share of CNI. 
Uh, da, 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 325 plus 0.799. No, no. That's not right. That math does not help. Um, should be about like 1. Well, uh, 1.059. 1.05. So it should be about 1.05 if the math is yeah. 1.059. I didn't even read the press release, but I'm figuring it out. You can tell I've done risk cards for a lot of years. There you go. 1.059. So what you need to know is if this deal materializes, KSU now tracks CNI to the tune of 1.059. You back out the cash. Basically, for every buck CNI falls, KSU falls a buck too. Rallies. KSU. But now you got the day one here. So we don't know if this deal is going to go through or deals. So I always let the deal, you know, one or two days, you know, cook. They haven't accepted this deal either. They might just flat out reject it. And, you know, and that's a risk for the risk herbs as well. So, you know, it's not an official deal, but on the rumored price, you know, it's, that's where it's going to track to a certain extent for a while. All right. This guy's driving us crazy here. Yasmin, he wants to know about SOS. Uh, first of all, that's not a good name of a stock to own, right? <laughs> I mean, first of He's all. He's asking for two days, so we yeah, got to do it. Look at a different symbol, first of all, okay? SOS, because that's not China good. Rapid Finance. Ooh. Oh, woo! Um, you're banking on a triple bottom here, right? Because you had, what, two lows, 381. Let's see what it is on the uh, daily. Uh, 396. So you actually took out the low of the move in the pre-market and you're coming back. So first things first, don't even consider going long to stock until it goes green on the session. It gets above 397. Then that means all these people that picked it up between 370 and 380, they're like, oh, I just want to get out at the close. So make sure it goes green on the session. That's your day traders. Yeah, there. So if you're looking at this for a long-term investment, I don't know what you're basing your analysis on. But wait for this puppy to go green, and then you can, and then you get bullish. And then if it goes green and it gets back over three ninety seven, then maybe you'll get the four eleven. That was the two day low. I mean, barring any news coming out on this, so that that's what you asked about SOS for two days. So there you go, Dennis. Wait, so, you got any so thoughts Joel on gave it? you some day trading levels. I'll just say you can't. I wouldn't get interested from a swing trading perspective until it's above six bucks, because I've seen stocks go from six to five to. To 387 to three to two to one to pennies. And if I was looking at this just from a technical basis, swing trading perspective, I tend to think the path of least resistance is lower because you have so many bag holders again. It's like every SPAC chart we've been talking about. The rallies and these things get sold because everybody is stuck. Wait, I just want to say, Yazgin Badili, if you are in trouble, please stop listening to our show and call 911 or whatever. Uh, if you actually need SOS, if you're actually saying SOS because you're in help, <laughs> need help. Um, can we talk? There's a bunch. Of- <laughs> we didn't know if he was asked what the stock reaction. There, there's so much. There's so much <laughs> we can get to today. Oh my god, we didn't even get to earnings really. We didn't really get. I wanted to talk about PayPal. We didn't get there. Oh, what PayPal do? Uh, they announced that, that you can buy crypto directly on Venmo. Um, I'd sell it. Wait, wait, I found a few stacks. <laughs> I found a few stacks that that are that are up, Dennis. Um, if you at still, all time highs, if you still care. Yeah, I want. I want to know. Some that are at all time. Okay. Uh, well, all right. How about LP? Well, it's not quite there, but LPRO. This is a spec from last year, early last summer. Wait, is it a spec or is it a real company? No, that's it, way off. That's it, off too, though. Forty-two thirty-five. It, 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 it's not a spec. I'm not sure it exists that okay, there's a stock, okay, okay. a spec at all time highs. The spies are one percent off. We need a spec up the highs. Hold on. What about what about BMW? At, no, sorry, BWMX. BWMX. That's better wear to 40. Uh, BWMX, yeah. better wear to Mexico. That's the no. one. 
<laughs> what do you mean no? It's six dollars off. BMWX, BWMX is Mexico stock. Yeah. Better wear Mexico. Okay, fine. I am not. I've never even seen that stock before. This is off the charts, Spencer. Fine. <laughs> you you have the to see delivered. Fine. I'm, yeah, the point I'm trying to make, cra- crazy clan is making. He says, DD's point, see how much out of favor they've become. Like, all of these facts I'm just trying to say are just so out of favor. Okay, so, okay. I, I have one that's $2 off its all-time high. Uh, <laughs> this is the best we could do. Uh, UTZ. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a Kramer lovely, darling. Oh, man, that looks like a great short. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say does. that. It does. Look at all the tops. I know, Holy I mackerel. I don't even think that looks like a cell. It looks like a short. <laughs> oh, along that thing, I'm hitting every bit I possibly can, and I'm looking to short that. Thing. That's like when, someone, like when someone wants I'm to looking get at out right of them. Now. Reddit, I'm looking at shorting odds if you want to know. <laughs> so I don't mean I'll rally up to like 30 today because I'm I publicly said I was looking to shorting a stock. Yeah, that's Ups. when you knew. When you knew a local was like uh, just buried in the pit in the S&Ps and he was just long and the market was going down and he'd go, bid, bid. And someone's give a bid, he'd go, sold. And then the next person bid, he'd go, sold. And then he would like, you could tell he was carting up blues. You could tell he was buying them. Then he'd just like, just give me a bid. I don't care where it is. Sold. And then he would just move on. I'm so. good on my odds. I got the locate. <laughs> I'm good. I'm already located up. Oh, Jesus. Right. <laughs> Dad no ass. position yet, but I just got my locate. <laughs> all right, Dad all right. Uh, we, we, I do have some breaking news that I want to bring on uh, Jason Rasnick for, and Ooh, talk about this. Talk about this news with us. Raz. All right, we actually have some Benzinga breaking news this morning. Jason Rasnick is on. Jason, you're here. Good morning. Oh no, your mic is off. Check, check the, turn the switch on. Check, check. Check one, two. Check one, two. There we go. I just heard something. Click, click. No. Don't hear you now. It's such a nice looking mic, though. It's just not very loud. Well, it's because it's not on, Dennis. (laughs) Obviously. There we go. There we go. How is the audio level? Perfect. Perfect. Well, you know, it's annoying. Why does that thing turn off? Why do I have to hit that button, Spencer? What's the point of that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, why does a mic turn off? We don't want to off switch on our mics. I mean, I, I'll, it's annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, how are you guys? Good morning. Good morning. You know, good. I, I got to say something before we go to the breaking news item, but I got to say something. I, you know, as I leave for the office and I come in, there is like nothing. There's like no news outside of the business world. So on sports radio, they're talking about, the favorite logos of teams, you know, over the years, then, and then, and then uh, when I get into the elevator, there's a TV and on the TV, the, the big news of the story is uh, the big news of the day is um, will the Patriot, not Patriots, will the lions draft a quarterback, will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win nine, eight or seven games, meaning there's no news for sports radio to talk about. We Mm. need to create some news. Yes. We have Benzinga, but we need to like find some news. People need to talk about stuff. It's it's pretty boring out there these days right now. I got to be honest. Well, we have some news. Like Benzinga as a company has some news today. Yes, yes. So, am I announcing that? You you yeah. You can I'm excited here. Or is yours? Yes. Benzinga is putting some of our cash and treasury into Bitcoin and USDC. So Benzinga is going along with Bitcoin as a company. 
Yeah, I guess I guess you could say You're that. You're following Musk's lead. We're taking a little bit. We're yeah. dumping yeah. into Bitcoin. It's yes. worked. Yes. It worked for Musk. We're we're working with TradeStation on it. TradeStation has a crypto side of it, very secure, and uh, we put some of our treasury into you know Bitcoin and USDC. So yes, it worked for Musk. It works for Benzinga. You, we have money in a savings account, Dennis and Joel, that we get like. Point zero 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 two percent. I mean, yeah, it's, I know it, how it, that works. It, it, it's <laughs> terrible. So um, we're getting it. We're getting into crypto. We're getting into crypto. May and- as well. I mean, I guess I've got to get out of cash. That's been the trouble with this market. Is cash has been so much trash, and obviously everything's been inflated. So I own a little bit of Bitcoin too. So I did the same thing in my own personal stuff. I got a little bit in there too. So I might as well have a little bit of Bitcoin little bit of diversification away from just u.s dollars which continue to get obviously uh, printed out and deflated yep and and people are asking dennis let me answer about what usdc is so usdc is the stable coin it's based off the u.s dollar your principal doesn't move the the i mean sorry your the value of it doesn't go down it's you get an interest rate so if you put a hundred thousand into it Right now, I think TradeStation has 6% rate. Some people have 9%, some people have 10%. There's different risk levels associated with it, though. And so, but your your the value cannot go down as of now. USDC, that is. Bitcoin can go down and up with the market. I think you'll see more companies like us doing the same thing. I think you'll see, it's different when, uh, Dennis, when, uh, you know, Elon Musk or Walmart invest in, um bitcoin because their treasury is i mean apple for one is 200 billion or 400 billion in cash and so it's different it's different from when a company um like us does it which you know we would have lower amounts of cash arguably than apple so it is um something that we looked at for a while and yes the getting into it wasn't easy as a business guys we had to spend like two months to get approved to be able to do it it was that we were trying to announce this last month but it took a a lot longer than it should have but i think it's because it's so new for businesses versus uh individual well i mean you've seen paypal square tesla now benzinga is doing it i mean if you start here in apple you know converting over and holding on to bitcoin with their loads of cash i mean that's where you think about what that would do for Bitcoin. If, if you continue to see companies migrate their cash holdings into crypto, I mean, this is why I didn't want I wanted to be off zero. This is why I wanted to have some Bitcoin just in case we all start to migrate. Not that we're all going to transact in it, but if we start to look at it as uh, at least, you know, something that it, the Fed isn't just printing left, right and center. I mean, it's been tough to be a U.S. dollar investor. It's been the worst place to be basically for the last decade. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, you know, we, we talk about in the different shows, the thing behind the thing, the thing behind the thing. Right. And Ether, you know, Ethereum, they say is the thing behind the thing behind NFT. So, um, yeah. And guys, Voyager is another uh, exchange that will probably do some put some money with as well. They have a little bit higher of a interest rate on the USDC. Um, but right now we are with trade state with trade station. Great firm. You know, Secure has been around for years, um, ton of cash on the balance sheet, um, you know, so it's uh, it's it's a great company. And this is not cash, Dennis, that we want to risk a lot where it can go down. That's why we're USDC and Bitcoin, um, because we want to you know protect ourselves. This is not like stuff that we're like we don't 
you take our cash, our treasury, and put it in the stock market. We're not buying Tesla or Nike with our cash. Um, we could, but it's considered a lot higher risk as, you know, we can't control the fate. Jason, of the someone uh, just asked, I'm going to hop in a second, but someone in the chat, I wasn't here last week and they just at you before I left, I know you were, you took a, a big chunk of a uh, pen down and I didn't know. And then they brought it up to my attention here. And we had talked about the 110 level. I just wanted to add any, any updates on that. The pe- Joel, you, you got to hit a man when he's down, but no, it's okay. You're, you're, you're just asking. Right. You're just well, asking. They're asking about no, it. No, Joel, because you were talking about it, and I, I'm always concerned for your long-term portfolio, and I wanted to make sure that you were staying with your risk reward parameters. No, Joel, you're, you're, you're totally in your like. I'm question is good. So I took a lot of pen down. At a hundred, well, I was going to be a hundred, but I wanted to wait to do it live on the show instead of like front run the show. So I had to wait till one Oh three and I want to do it live, you know, so it cost me another $3, but anyway, <laughs> it, it, it's a true story. I, I, cause I could have bought it and then like, Hey, I bought this five minutes ago, but yeah. anyway, it went, Joel, it broke that hundred level, went down to 95, 96. I sold 10% of my holdings yesterday, okay. yesterday. And if it breaks the 90 level, I'll sell another 10% because to me, then the chart isn't looking good. And that's where I use technicals because then I think if it breaks the 90 level, it goes to the 80 level. And then can I pick it up at set? Like if I was wanting to, like, I like pen, Joel, I like pen. I think over time, pen will go up. Do I think it could hit in the 70 levels? Sure. And that's when I will accumulate more. So I'll trim and then accumulate. And it's hard to time this stuff, guys. Like, so really I, hard. yeah, super hard. And and I, I mean, I was too long it. My mistake on that one, uh, Joel, my mistake on that one is when I got at the 103, it went to 108. I should have trimmed. I, I made a big position in it because I was like, you know what? I, I was taking a stand for like people trying to be a purveyor of like tapes and thinking that. The I remember that. I remember and so that. I was taking Which a stand. Bush. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was taking a stand on that, which, you know take a stand the, the the market doesn't care about me taking a stand you know so like now the one thing i do have to say joel i had a huge win yesterday man huge which one hog h-o-g nice. i bought i bought hog ahead of earnings they confused me on the earnings day it's supposed to be today it was last night i bought call options on it the call options went up like 80 uh like a thousand two hundred percent i just thought people were gonna be buying motorcycles with the stimulus check and so that theory played out. So I sold half the call options yesterday. Well, I think I did. I don't know if they executed. I got to check that. And um, so I sold half my calls because my catalyst played out. So I was playing a catalyst earnings for hog. I bought the options a while ago. And then yesterday it took off. Um, that's how I was playing that. So I sold half the options. I have September options. I probably keep the other half for a little bit longer. Do you ever sell the whole position? Because you're always talking about selling fractions. Do you ever sell the whole position on every, anything? I, I, Dennis, I did a lot. On, I, I, you're absolutely right. Because, you know, I, I have severe FOMO, you know, fear of, mis- <laughs> fear of missing out. So, 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 Dennis, if I sold the whole thing, then today it's up another 25%. I'm like, mother effer, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot, you know? And so that's my challenge. But last week I sold some stuff that the, the chat's probably not going to like. I sold them. I think Mogo. Mogo, which is like a payments thing in Canada. Yeah. I sold Magnite, like the whole positions. I'm like, you know what? I want to have less positions so I can get stronger on the ones I already own. Yeah. And so I sold some whole positions. Could be a, to- a terrible mistake, but I have to say, one time the chat kept talking about Clover Health, and I got out of the whole position a while ago. 
And that one I proved right on. So that one is, is good. But yes, Dennis, I get severe FOMO. When I see a stock that I sell go up, you know, all that money, I'm like, oh, I owned it. I, you oh, know, I like, want to hold a piece. Well, remember, I sold Amazon, not member, but I sold Amazon <laughs> at $10. And that $10, because I, 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 <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I blew up my account in 2000. Like I lost on every stock and it was the only one with value. The truth is, if I'd never sold that, not only did I not blow up the account, I would have been up a thousand X, you know? So yeah, one stock so, would have turned the whole account around by, by like Matt. So basically yeah. I lost $40,000 in 2000. If I would have just kept the Amazon $2,600 I had left in it, that'd be worth 1.2 million. So there you go. Um, and then, uh, what yeah. about Tesla? Cause we talked, I talked about the 720 level and it busted through there like a champ. I don't know what the catalysts were and I knew you were keeping, I want Keep it, and then went to seven eighty. Did you? Did you? I know you had some options and stuff. Did you get to do any trimming into that, or did uh, you buy more? Because that that was a nice pot. What was the catalyst last week? I was gone. So the the catalyst was um the ship. I mean, there was a few things, but shipping to Europe, Norway. Remember, Gordon Johnson said that Tesla was getting killed overseas. It was because they were not shipped in Norway. I was hoping Spencer was going to have him on, but I think Spencer. I don't know what he didn't do. Was, so it was Europe sales. There was something else actually that was another. Was there cost. an upgrade? I bet you there was an. There upgrade. was. There probably was yeah, an upgrade yeah, too. There, there was a price target raise from Canaccord, I think, in an upgrade last week. So okay, yeah. That was the Benzinga payroll that will now be made in crypto. Is what they're saying. Um, so you, <laughs> you 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 can choose if you want Bitcoin, Ether, whatever you guys want. I want Ether. I want Doge. You want Doge? Okay. Doge, yeah. We'll I, I actually, Dennis, I bought Voyager coin. My theory is it's up like 14,000%, but my theory is as more people open up Voyager accounts, some people will buy Voyager coin. So I, I think I spent like not a lot, I mean, a thousand or $1,500 because it's, yeah. uh, it's like a risky play, but I bought, I bought Voyager coin. Um, what about old coins? Like old, like coins from the 1800s and 1900s. Collectible are those going to be worth anything? Collectible coins? Yeah. Are they worthless? Real world goods? What are you, what are you saying? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't I don't think they're worthless. I uh, think they're worth money now. Yeah. Really? More, yeah. Collectibles oh. are hot, man. Really? I bet, I I bet the current, I don't know, the sports card market took, I bet you the currency market's a collectible coin. I bet you that took off too. Every collectible, you're right. He's right. I really? think so. Beanie Babies uh, are even bad. I heard Beanie you know Babies are worth money. I got to go. I got to go put right. some stuff on. Oh, I heard Beanie here. Babies are worth I'm money. I'm going to go. I'll talk to you guys. Have a good one. Get... Joel, have a good swim. All right. Um... <laughs> I want to hop in here. Jason, Jason, Jason. Wait, so they, Give they're asking some what percentage. Place. What is going on? Who's that? Yeah, Jason, just hiding in the background. Jason, right, so one of the things that, that I know guy. you're, wait, wait, I know wait, you're really good at. Outdoor plays. Hold on, Jason. Say, Jason, go ahead. All right, uh, we'll get to outdoor plays in a second, Mitchell. Um, so they keep asking what percentage is in the of our treasury or assets in crypto. So we're 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 dipping our toes. We're dipping our toes. It's a small percentage at this point. We're not going crazy. We're dipping our toes. We'll do this for a couple months. And I mean, it's a decent amount of money. It's enough money to pay some salaries for sure. But it's it's a it's a small amount at this point because we we want to be careful. Um, and but we're we believe in Trade Station. We believe in crypto. We believe in Bitcoin and USDC. Believe in Ethereum. Um, and you know, there's a lot of avenues for it. And with the with the government just printing money whenever the economy takes you know a dump or what have you, I don't know. I think this is a, a currency that is safer and more stable, to be honest. 
yeah. All right, Mitch, now you can go. What's yep. up? Oh, wait, Mitch, Mitchell. Mitch is sad now. He left. He's here. What up? What up? I'm not sad, man. I where's got money, Mitch, game, Mitch, man. Mitch, money, where's Mitch, your video? Guys. Well, yeah, I don't have everything set up. But the the, oh. the studio was a little out late last night running Money Mitch, so we got got to get organized here in the back. But one of the things that I wanted to ask Jason, Jason's really good guys on finding like cyclical plays that come like seasonality. So that's why I wanted to ask Jason: Is there any outdoor plays on on your radar? Um, one that I'm mentioning, like uh, Pola or Eli, um, you know, Callaway Golf. I know you've mentioned that one before. Any of these outdoor plays you're looking in? I, I haven't got into back into Eli. I, you know, we were in at nine and went to like 27. So I just kind of didn't get back into it. You know, I like Mastercraft. You know that I used to like what um, uh, Yeti, um, Polaris, all those ones. But I haven't really played them that hard right now. Um, I it's the market is. I've been trimming to have cash to jump on stuff when i see a trend forming a little more i mean i still own save we're up 43 percent on save which is spirit airlines um i still own peloton i know it took a hit because of the, the you know the warning um i still own stk steakhouse or up 47 percent. these are stocks that i bought in real time on the shows um so those are the ones that i've been playing more i have not mitchell got too into the outdoors i did buy like win casinos wy NN because I want to put the win into casinos, you know, um, but I have not Leslie's pool supply. That would be the one that would be up your alley. That's up 10%. Mm-hmm. I think, I think pools will do very well come this summer. Like very, very Is well. That LESL. Yes. LESL. I own, I own the August 2025 20, calls. And then I own um, not a ton of it actually, uh, but, uh, and then I own Leslie stock Dennis and I own a lot of that. That's a, a medium to large position for me. I, I um I mentioned that pool core, which is ticker pool, is reporting yeah. things in two days. Yeah, and if you guys are listening to the show and you love it, um, yes, I, ha- I have my Voyager. I've sold some Voyager for sure. I've sold some Voyager, but I'm keeping my Voyager. But if you're loving the show, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, and there's a behind the scenes 20 minute video of Benzinga. I'm looking to see the link, but we did it. We filmed behind the scenes of Benzinga last week, and it's supposed to be out on Friday, so I don't know where it is, but. If you guys want to see the behind the scenes Benzinga, me and Neil Hamilton fighting about stuff and all those different things, Mitchell and me fighting, it's it's good stuff. If you want to see it, hit the one and we'll get that out there for you guys. So we're doing a 20 minute show every week behind the scenes at Benzinga. You get to see, um, you know, me driving into work, you know, that when I get up to shower, just kidding, I'll, I'll say I'll spare you that. Um, but if you want to see that stuff, hit the one and we'll we'll make sure that video gets up. People said they want to see what behind the scenes and how this company works. And that's what I'm here to give because we do a lot of shows, but we don't really tell the personality. And I look at Barstool Sports, they do shows, but they really tell the personality and we don't. So um, I'll tell you, know. you one thing we're going to get better at, Jason, and we're always trying to get better, right? So one of the things we definitely are going to be getting better at, guys, is showing you how, uh, let's say, an interview like this, Jason bringing on some stocks look at it over time and see how the potential return could be coming into your pocket. I know a lot of you guys are out there looking for trade ideas and looking for actionable information that you can really work off of, do your own research and get your trades out there. So definitely guys, we're going to be doing more and more documentation of these picks that Jason brings up in the interviews and just like we will for all our shows guys. So stick with us so that you can find your next potential trade.
All right. Look at, and look at all those ones, guys. They want the behind the scenes. Give it to them, Mitchell. Where is our video? We're waiting on Mitchell and, and Rohan to give it to us. I know. So, I, stay on it. Rohan and yeah. producer Aaron Thomas that we're doing that. I don't know. Uh, oh, no. I got Mitchell on it, too, man. Yeah, honestly, all right. All right. All right. Raz, thanks a lot, man. I got, I got Mitchell on it as of today because I don't think it's done. When okay. something's not done, I call Mitchell. You know, like they have Ghostbusters to the rescue. I say Mitchell to the rescue. And then he makes sure it gets done. Isn't that right, Mitchell? Check out Money Mitch tonight Money at 6 Mitch. I saw I saw Money Mitch last night. I saw it. you standing in front of a screen. It was like it was like Mad Money, but on steroids. I I, I was on the phone. I was watching it with no volume, and I was damn. I was like, damn, this looks good. I yeah. might have to start I, taking I, some steroids. I, I have to say, I love the Zinger Nation. <laughs> I, I love the Zinger Nation chat. Only if there's a shower scene, dude. Otherwise, deal breaker. Dennis would be like, Dennis, hey, Dennis, if, if someone comes to your house with a camera to come inside, just let them in, okay, Dennis, at any time of the day. Let them in. All right? <laughs> Dennis sure. doesn't have, Loki doesn't have a house, though. So, all right. I don't, I don't even know where I'm. I'm at different places all the time. Yeah, I know, right. my house. I had two houses, and now I have no houses. By the way, two to zero. I'm renting Dennis now. I'm literally back to rent. By the way, for <laughs> seven, seven's my favorite number. So $7 a month. Monthly subscription behind the scenes Benzinga on Paramount and Hulu. Who's subscribing? Press one. I don't know if there'll be that many to subscribe because me and Spencer Israel get kind of boring after a while. So, but if you would, seven dollars a month on Paramount and Hulu. Good idea. All right. All right. Peace out. Thank you. Benzinga Investing Crypto. Spread the word. We have an article on Benzinga.com. Type in crypto Benzinga trade station. You can see the article. It's on our money section. Actually, uh, Money Mitch, will you push that, paste that link yeah, in there if you yeah, see it? I got um, it. And Eric Kasten, you're gross. Um, sorry for that. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for having me on today, buddy. Thank, thanks a lot, Raz. If you're listening via podcast, please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Everyone have a good rest of your day. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.